Welcome the main menu for January 7th, 2011. I'm Jamie Pauls. This week, we begin with a tech update from Chase Crispin. Next, we visit with John Martin, who has written a set of JAWS scripts for the popular online subscription music service Rhapsody. Next, we take a tour of the Rhapsody blind scripts. That's all coming up on this edition of Main Menu. Tech Update, a technology news segment heard on ACB Radio's Main Menu and Accessible World's Tech Talk. Hello, Main Menu and Tech Talk. This is Chase Crispin with the Tech Update for the week of January 3rd, 2011. This is the first Tech Update for 2011, so Happy New Year. Before I get started in the technology news, I have a few little housekeeping items that I would like to update everyone about. First of all, many of you have mentioned a sound annoyance when listening to Tech Update and other things I have produced, mainly a very, very high-pitched squealing sound throughout the recording. Due to a wonderful new microphone I received for Christmas this year, which is the Blue Snowball microphone, you should no longer be able to notice that high-pitched squeal. If you can still notice it, please let me know by calling the comment line or emailing me, but hopefully that should be fixed. So the the tech update should now be a much better quality. Second, I have started a website, which is www.blindmobiletech.com, which is basically a place to link all of my different works that I've done in one place. As you might know, I do YouTube videos for APH products like the Braille Plus and Refresher Braille 18 and Bookport Plus. I do podcasts for Blind Cool Tech and Main Menu and other websites. I also do this tech update, run the Blind Mobile Tech blog, and I run the DTB Players mailing list. So there's just a lot of stuff that I do, and I created blindmobiletech.com to have a place where everyone can find all of my things that I've done in one place. Nothing will actually be there, it'll just link to the files and things that I've done. Bing's tech update is one of my projects. There will be a link on the homepage that says latest tech update. I don't know if this will be up here this week as the website is not quite finished. If things get done this week, this tech update will be up there. If it is not this week, then beginning with next week's tech update and there on out, the tech updates will be up there. This will be a text transcript of this tech update, the audio tech update, heard on Main Menu and Tech Talk Weekly. Uh, If you missed it or you would like to clarify something, you'll be able to look on blindmobiletech.com, click on the tech update link, and that will uh, have a text version, not probably word for word, but with the same content of what was on Main Menu and Tech Talk. With that, due to my time constraint with Main Menu last week, I didn't get to put in all the technology news. There has not been any technology news yet this week, but I would like to touch on some of the things that I missed in last week's tech update. So I'll put those in this week's tech update so you can be informed out of them, even though this is two-week-old news, it should still be helpful. If you would like to know what the biggest accessibility tech news were in 2010 you can visit blindbargains.com. They are doing a one-a-day news story with the top 10 news items of 2010 for access technology. Again, that's blindbargains.com, and you'll be able to find out what were the biggest stories of 2010. Speaking of blind bargains, this isn't really a tech item, but it goes in here anyway. If you have an old Perkins Brailler, even if it's not working or that you just don't want to use, that Blind Bargains is interested in having those old Braille writers. 
Look at blindbargains.com for contact info to see where to send your old Perkins Brailler to. If you are a JAWS 12 user, you will find four new DAISY books from Freedom Scientific very helpful. These are Excel titles, the virtual ribbon menus, the text analyzer, and the new JAWS 12 settings center. These are four separate DAISY books that you can get from the Freedom Scientific website at freedomscientific.com. Or you can also get these, if you have JAWS 12, going to help and check for updates to install these. If you have an old DAISY player or an old note taker that you would like to exchange for a new DAISY player or note taker from HIMSS, such as the BookSense products or the line of BrailleSense or VoiceSense products, you can visit HIMSSinc.com, H-I-M-S dash I-N-C.com, to see how big of a discount you could get on a new device by trading in your old ones. If you are a Skype user and would like more accessibility with Skype with your screen reader, there is a program called Skype Talking, which makes Skype more accessible with just about any screen reader. This has been updated to beta version 0.9. You can learn more about Skype Talking or the new release or install it by going to Skype Talking, S-K-Y-P-E-T-A-L-K-I-N-G dot googlecode.com. The Orca screen reader for Linux, which gives you access to the graphical GNOME desktop environment on Linux, which is a free screen reader, this is also the screen reader that is bundled with Linux distributions such as Vinix, has a new bug fix update. This doesn't have any new features, but fixes a lot of bugs that you may have noticed. If you'd like to update your version of Orca or learn more, you can visit live.gnome.org slash orca. That's L-I-V-E dot G-N-O-M-E dot O-R-G slash O-R-C-A. Well, we seem to be on the track of bug fixes today. Freedom Scientific has released a patch release for bug fixes of OpenBook 9. You can get this from freedomscientific.com. There is no need to uninstall your existing copy of OpenBook 9. You can simply download and install this patch version of OpenBook that fixes bugs right on top of your existing install of OpenBook, and those bugs will be fixed. For more about this, visit freedomscientific.com. This will conclude the tech update for Main Menu and Tech Talk for the week of January 3rd, 2011. I'm Chase Crispin. If you have any comments about audio quality of this, items you'd like to see added or to next week's tech update, or anything else you'd like to ask or comment on, please call the audio comment number provided at the end of every tech update. The tech update intro and exit music are, as I said in the very first tech update, produced by Andre Louis, andrelouis.net, and those are mixed using Studio Recorder with my voice, but those are Andre Louis' music beds, which you can get from the link I previously mentioned. Thank you for listening to this week's Tech Update. If you have any comments or anything you would like to see added to next week's Tech Update, please call the Tech Update comment line at 206-337-4383, and be sure to listen to next week's Main Menu and Tech Talk. I'm joined this week on Main Menu by John Martin, who has written some JAWS scripts for the subscription music service Rhapsody. And John, first of all, welcome to Main Menu. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, I've been a a Rhapsody user for a long time. In fact, several years ago, I actually did a tutorial for my Access Watch site on Rhapsody, and I did it based on the premise that Rhapsody was, well, barely accessible. There were certainly parts of the 
site that were more, and actually the application itself, more accessible than others. Uh, but Rhapsody has not been an easy program for blind people to use for a long time. Go ahead and talk to me a little bit about your experiences with Rhapsody from the very beginning. How did you start using the service? Um, I started using the service back in uh, 2007, late 2007, and I used it for about a year, and I, I really liked it, and it was a great way to listen to new music, and it was very simple. Um, but in August of 2008, I had a, a traumatic accident happen where I had sudden vision loss, and I had kind of missed uh, missed using the application, and... For the longest time, I went without music, and I kind of had to start my life over from from the very beginning and figure out what I could and couldn't do. And one of those things that came up that was a big activity was music. And um, over over time, as I learned how to do more and more things, um, I I had an appointment with a, uh, a blind coordinator that said you know, you know, hey, you know, you're coming to this meeting here to find out, you know, what you might be interested in. And I said, well, what can blind people do? And he kind of looked at me and said, well, you know, there's this blind guy and his wife that uh, they traveled across the desert, and there's also this uh, blind guy that's climbing mountains. And I said, well, it's all fine and good if you have a death wish, but really, what can blind people do? Because I didn't know. Right. And he just kind of stared at me blankly and said, well, the sky's the limit. And so I kind of thought about that. And as time went on, I missed the application very much. I, I wanted to listen to new music. And so um, last year on my birthday in, in April, I decided that I was going to resubscribe to Rhapsody and find a way to be able to listen to music again. And it kind of started out as like a little personal venture of my own just to be able to listen to it. And I came across um, the ability that you could write JAWS scripts. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't know how to program uh, in the language, although um, my, my background is a network engineer and doing all kinds of Windows administration and um, uh, web design and other C++ programming. I decided that I was going to learn the script, and uh, what I came across with Rhapsody, the the program, was that it was very inaccessible. I mean, you could you could kind of navigate around with the mouse cursor and read some things and kind of wayward clicking here and there, but you couldn't really access it. And right. I thought you know, hey, maybe there's a program out there, maybe there's a script out there. So I dove onto the internet, searching everywhere to find a script, and I, I found tutorials on how to use the website, which was kind of very, it was, it was tricky. Mm -hmm. And I also found that there were some posts about people asking for Rhapsody scripts and saying that it was semi-accessible. And I looked around for those scripts and didn't find any. And so then I began the task of finding a program that could help me. And that was when I ran across uh, Jim Snowbarcher's The Snowman Scripts. Yeah. And he had a program called Hotspot Clicker, which allowed you to customize where the mouse was clicking or what information it was reading um, on programs that are under, otherwise inaccessible. And right. that kind of started the 
the whole inspiration for writing the code. And initially at the beginning, like I said, it was a, it was a personal venture. And what I decided to do was write it just accessible enough to where I could just listen to music. And so I coded the, the mixer and made it so that I could get into the search window to look for the music and um, just coded a little bit of the playlists to, to access and everything. It was, it was a very light script. It, it, didn't, um, it didn't dive too far into the program. And as I wanted to do more and more, the code kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I thought, you know, other people might want to use this too here, mm-hmm. you know? So as it got bigger, the sh- there became more and more shortcuts to do things and more and more capability. And there was, there was a lot of programming hurdles to come across with the Rhapsody program. It's, um, it's not just a generalized script where you click this button and that button and read a little bit of this information. It's, it's a very involved interactive script and it allows you to do um, most anything in the Rhapsody program. It, it enhances the ability for you to listen to music in a seamless way and keeps track of uh, how you perform your tasks. It, uh, it essentially became um, a really complicated script and I thought, well, people are not gonna really really be able to use this just very simply. And I said, well, I might as well incorporate a guide to teach them how to use it as well as a quick key shortcut menu because there's, there's a lot of shortcuts and there's a lot of things you can do. Mm-hmm. It's, you, you, can't, you can't harness it all in one day. Right. It's, it's that much. And it has a, uh, a menu that will allow you to search through for the command that you're looking for for the area you want to access or information you want to gather and just hit enter on that selection and it goes and does it for you as well as tells you what the shortcut is. And after, after a little bit of time spending with the program, you can access things very quickly, as, as quickly as somebody cited. And its biggest key features are the ability to drag and drop to many locations as well as um, change the order of um, songs in a list. And I might stop you and say that those are some things that were absolutely not possible without the scripts at all, correct? Exactly. It was, it was absolutely impossible. Um, there are just so many methods of drag and drop from, from different locations. I would say all in all, there's about uh, 12 or so drag and drop locations hmm. throughout the program, and they're, they're dynamic. Um, if you... If you have 30 playlists, you can't very well see them all, but you can drag from one window to any playlist that you want. And it, it keeps track of where you are in the program, so when it's done dragging and dropping something, it returns you back to the area that you were working in, the exact, exact spot. And I, I thought it... Uh, should be very user intuitive and it should have an automatic workflow while you're in the, in the program because, uh, sighted people, they're able to, um, say they're, they're playing a song or something and they're in a list. And the, another feature that was incorporated was the fast forward and rewind, which is, which is not included in music programs 
for uh, blind accessibility. Right. Um, not even not even iTunes allows you to do this. And I figured when you're searching for music and you want to hear something, a lot of the time you want to kind of fast forward through the song to hear if it's it's the one you're looking for. And so when it's done clicking on the, the fast forward area and dragging it, it returns you back to where you were so that you don't have to keep reaccessing windows and it creates a, a seamless workflow. I think one of the things that people need to know if they haven't used Rhapsody before is that focus issues were a huge part of the frustration. Uh, even if you managed at one point to find an area that you were looking for, if you alt-tabbed away for any reason, you go to check an email or whatever, you go back to Rhapsody and it can be really difficult, if not impossible, to regain focus. Yes, exactly. And I, I did have to uh, code through. That was that was one of the hard parts of it. Um, there were some keyboard commands that did allow you to play and stop things. Um, however, whenever you use them, the program would lose focus and the program would stop responding basically to JAWS. Mm-hmm. And so I had to, to code it a different way and make sure that the program... Um, the, the script understood that if the program stopped responding, it would tell you instead of just lock up. Um, right. That was that was a, a big hurdle right there. Um, the other part that's uh, really wonderful is that there's a restore feature for whatever you're doing. Say, say if you do happen to lose focus mm-hmm. on what you're doing, um, you can restore the playlist exactly to the track that you were on or restore back to the music library or restore back to the mixer, and it, it really helps keep track of where you were so you don't have to access the window and then scroll down to the item you're looking for in the first place. So you, you keep your place in the program. Well, why don't we take a minute, because I, you've used the term mixer, and that could be a little confusing to people. Why don't we talk about the different aspects of the Rhapsody desktop application. Now, there is a website that a person can go to, uh, com, which is a little more accessible, but there's not as much that you can do with it. So why don't we talk about this, the parts or the components of the desktop application? Sure. The, uh, the program is comprised of uh, many windows that you can access. Um, there's a mixer, which is kind of like a temporary playing area. Mm-hmm. So anything you, anything that you play or access from the, uh, the music guide, which is where you search for music, it appears in the mixer and it's a temporary area that you can clear out and you can, you can just, uh, preview the, the tracks there and you can keep scrolling down the list. And the, uh, the mixer is a great way to uh, listen to a lot of music without really adding it to any of your playlists mm-hmm. um, so that you can go back later on and find that track and you can, you can uh, transfer it to a playlist. Um, it also has a playlist window that it has a list of playlists that you, you name. It's... Uh, it's a kind of a small window that you're able to scroll down and it lists all your all your playlists and allows you to create new ones and delete them. And another portion of the program is the music guide, which I call the search for music window. 
and it's very much like a web interface. It's very much like a, a web page, but there are some, some differences in between the forms mm-hmm. on the page and how you can find information on there. And I, I list that in the guide, how, how to efficiently search for music. Another area is the music library where you're able to import all of your personal MP3 collection to the library and you can you can search through it efficiently. It's kind of like iTunes where they have the search bar at the top mm-hmm. and you just type in what you're looking for. Um, in this in this portion here, you don't have to hit F6 to switch between the fields. Um, when you're in the search area, you just type in what you want and hit enter and it'll say searching, then it'll drop you on the first track in the music library that you searched for. Okay. So it's it's very seamless. Um, another section is the burn queue. Now you can burn entire playlists to the burn queue. You can add single songs to the burn queue, um, but you're able to reorder the tracks in the mixer playlists or the burn queue, and it allows you to customize the CD that you want to make and once you're ready to burn the disc there, it comes up with a, uh, a payment wizard. If it's, if it's um, a song that hasn't been purchased already, mm-hmm. it'll come up with a payment wizard window. And that was, that was very tricky to get it to where uh, the blind community can purchase music. I had to interface it a different way and bring it up in a virtual viewer, just grabbing the text off of there that you could see all the purchase summary and how much it would cost. And once you review it, you hit escape on it, and it has the mouse cursor already positioned over the confirm purchase button. So all they have to do is hit the left mouse button. I I didn't want to make that too easy so they didn't accidentally purchase something. Mm -hmm. So they they have to actually um, use a JAWS left click, and then it purchases the songs. And then okay. it goes ahead, goes through with the whole burning process, um, and you can combine songs that you already own, along with uh, new songs. Um, another section of the program is the transfer to device for a USB device, and um, this area kind of gets a, a, a little bit hairy. And I'm still doing some some back end work on this here, mm-hmm. but the uh, ability for the on-the-go subscription. Um, it's it's plus the nine ninety-nine a month for a Rhapsody. It's a few bucks extra. Right. But what it allows you to do is transfer on-the-go music, like all your playlists. Mm-hmm. It will transfer it to a mobile device, and it has to be among the approved MP3 devices that recognize uh, digital rights management. Mm-hmm. which is the licensing technique that they use for MP3s. And um, that was one of the, the early ventures right there because I wanted to be able to transfer to something that talked as well as supported the digital rights management. Um, it will uh, transfer to an approved device, but the problem is is that a lot of the devices out there are touchscreen or they don't have a a voice over utility on them. Right. And so it would be very difficult for a blind person to pick the playlist that they wanted and then play the music. So what I did was some research and found out that the 
iTouch and iPhone with had the voiceover utility, but here's one thing it also had was the ability to listen to music off the Rhapsody application uh, from the iTunes store. And it's the, the Rhapsody application is very much accessible. I've heard people already using it with their iTouch and iPhone uh, using the voiceover utility. Um, but the issue is right now is can you transfer the playlists to the device right. and have a voiceover utility on the device right. so you can pick and choose what you want to hear? And it may happen that we have to write a separate iTunes Store application to download those playlists for you to the device. Okay. But the question is is whether or not you can do it now. And we're, that's, that's something I'm working on right now. So just to kind of summarize for people who may be a little bit uh, confused, if you subscribe to the $14.99 on-the-go subscription, you can, if you have an approved device, you can transfer music to that device without actually purchasing the tracks. You can't transfer it to anything else, and you can't burn it to a CD, but you can transfer it to those certain uh, MP3 players, right? That's correct. I'm glad that you're aware of that. That that shows me how committed you are to the project, that you have gone that far into uh, Rhapsody and are at least thinking about those those issues. Yeah, it... Uh it it comes down to an accessibility issue with that and i'm sure that there there is a way to make it so that uh the blind community can uh transfer music to a mobile device and listen to it but making it more accessible and easier to work with is the ultimate goal right so right now, as it stands, you have um, developed the scripts to the point where a person can search, uh, play music, adjust uh, the volume and adjust the fast-forward and rewind, work with playlists, um, work with all of the work with the mixer area, which, as you said, is the temporary um, uh, kind of like a, a temporary library, if you will, which was sort of kind of accessible, but not really not in any really usable way. Um, yeah. You can um, burn music to CDs, which was really not accessible through the Rhapsody. For a long time, Rhapsody used um, a proprietary .rax format, which was you know you required digital rights management. Now they do use unprotected MP3 format, which is nicer because if you go ahead and purchase the tracks, then you can use another program like Nero. The problem has been up to this point that purchasing tracks was extremely difficult, as you pointed out. And so you have also overcome that hurdle, right? Yes, you can actually download the music. Um, if, if you're on a, uh, a particular list, either in the mixer or your playlist, you can hit Control-A and select all the songs or you can go one by one and just right-click it, mm-hmm. and it will bring up a context menu, which was also had to be coded to understand, you know, each each line in there. But you can download that music, and it downloads in uh, WMA format. Okay. Um, when you when you purchase the music and you download it in WA format, you can go in with uh, a Windows Media Player. Mm-hmm. And you can take those tracks and you can burn them that way. 
Right. So it it uh, it doesn't limit you to needing to use the burning software in the program. You can download it and you can purchase it and burn it in Windows Media Player. So if you are listening to tracks and you decide you want to burn a CD, you still do actually need to purchase the tracks first, right? Yes. If if you want to burn them, you do have to purchase them. Uh, you can listen to unlimited music uh, as long as it's on that computer or another computer with the Rhapsody program. And I, th- I think um, it's or, worth mentioning as well that uh, there is actually a free version of Rhapsody. It allows you to listen to uh, 25 tracks a month, which isn't very much, but it's enough for a person to decide if that's something they would at least want to consider. So setting up an account in Rhapsody is is free if you want to go that route. Yes, it's a it's a very viable option. Um, this is for this is for people who mean to listen to a lot more music than that. Um, Absolutely, but I, I agree. I think the real appeal for this will come when we're able to use the on the go service yeah. and transfer music to that device where it is uh, a voice accessible device, mm-hmm. and uh, we need to actually work more on that right there and I I have a programmer that um, he's been working on this issue as well and seeing if it is possible to download the tracks to the device Um, he's another coder so he's going to be in on the project and that's probably going to take place within the next two to three months here Um, but for now uh, it's just getting, getting people accustomed to the idea that they can use a music subscription service, which was uh, not easy and entirely accessible before. Right. Um, one other thing I'd like to mention is that uh, there are kind of two hurdles to, to come over with, is that um, the blind community, they kind of get used to using a certain set of programs, mm-hmm. and so they're not entirely comfortable with adding a new one to it. And so that's that's kind of what the website uh, helps them to understand is what Rhapsody is and all the things they could do in it and how much the, the scripts really help you. And one of the things I've done is that uh, you, you don't need to have any knowledge of script writing, JAWS scripts, or anything like that. Uh, the download for Rhapsody Blind is basically an automated installer. And when you double-click on the executable file, it'll ask you which version you want to install uh, the scripts to, whether it's version 10.0, 11, or 12. And once you hit Enter and install the thing, it does it for you automatically. You don't have to navigate to any directories or anything, uh, which is really nice because there there is uh, somewhat of a, a learning curve you have to have to use scripts. Mm-hmm. And I make that a lot easier for people that uh, are not very um, very computer savvy to be able to use something so very complicated and have have a good time doing it. It it makes it more about the music and the the enjoyment of doing so, and less about the navigation. And that was that was at the forefront of my mind for developing this whole thing. Um, The other barrier that I think is kind of tough to get over with is they're not exactly sure if they want to get involved in a monthly subscription. Mm -hmm. So that's why I definitely recommend that they they try the the 25 free tracks 
and give give that a chance and, and see what they think about it. But the Rhapsody program really enhances their ability to do so much more and enjoy. And uh, I really hope that uh, more exposure um, to this uh, particular script right here is is something that the blind community will embrace. And uh, so far, there's been a lot of visitors to the site. It's it's only been uh, pretty much advertised for five days, and in five days, there was already a hundred visitors uh, to the site, and there was a lot of downloads. So it, it is getting out there, and the idea is just to expose this to more and more people in the blind community or or somebody of low vision as well they could use it too very good and and it uh i've done a lot of uh advertising and getting in touch with other script writers and other uh jaws script sites and organizations like um national federation of the blind was involved in testing this mm-hmm. and uh their review of it was this is amazing this is something that we really need to get out there you know what else can we do for you to help you get it out there sure and and the other organizations is uh afb uh, american foundation for the blind Mm -hmm. and there's quite a few other organizations out there um american printing house for the blind as well great and these organizations are going to be helping me get it out there and uh every day it it seems to be climbing its ranks to the top of google and I, I didn't think it would have as much an effect at the very beginning, but it seems to have exploded very quickly. And I got a lot of replies and a lot of questions, and I've tailored the site to answer a lot of those questions and make this uh, process as simple as possible. Well, there's been a gaping hole in this area. I mean, it's kind of ironic that back when uh, Napster 1.0 was out there and it was... Uh, before it was officially deemed by the courts to be illegal, it was actually quite accessible. Uh, when that was shut down and then the subscription sites opened up, to uh, a great extent, they were not nearly as accessible. I've always found that rather ironic. Yeah, that was one of the things that really troubled me. I I so wanted to get back into online music and... Um, when it came to listening to what I want when I wanted and and organizing all that music, it became such a letdown and um i was I was really crushed by the idea that you know hey, these things aren't as accessible as I thought you know somebody should do something about that right and it just turned out that I happened to have the the knowledge of um coding in many other languages and uh, learning the script very quickly, and it took about six months to develop the script. And the reason it took so long is because it was so very complicated and it was so very interactive. I noticed that as of right now, the scripts are free. Do you plan on being able to keep that uh, that way, or do you think you at some point uh, will need to charge a little bit? Um, as of now, I'm I'm going to keep the scripts free. I was having a discussion with my wife about it, and she said well, did you want to sell these or did you want to just take this project and, you know, fly a little birdie fly? Mm-hmm. And I kind of came down to the assumption that um, some things shouldn't have a price tag on them. And um, the blind community 
shouldn't have to pay for something that they deserve to be able to do. And I really think that it's, it's their right to be able to join the rest of the community in listening to online music and, you know, really, really embracing that experience again, because it, uh, listening to music is a huge activity and mm-hmm. I just want to be able to share that with, with people. And, uh, I know there are going to be so many other opportunities for me, uh, career wise and, uh, making things a whole lot more accessible. There's, there's always money to be made in that, but I don't plan on making money off of the blind community. Where can we go to learn more about the scripts and to download them? The website is www.rhapsodyblind.com, and that's spelled R-H-A-P-S-O-D-Y-B-L-I-N-D. Very good. All right. Um... I can tell you that I haven't had a chance to play with the scripts a lot, but what little bit, um, you know, sometimes when you get emails like the one that you sent me, um, the first thought that goes through my mind is, um, well, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is, and I've learned to have a pretty good dose of skepticism, but I must say that in about five minutes of playing with your scripts, I was, I think I used the word stunned when I emailed you back, and that's really not an overstatement. Um, what you have done in just the beginning stages of this script uh, or the set of scripts is pretty phenomenal. And uh, I must say, you've, you've done uh, wonderful work there. Thank you very much. Thank you. So I encourage people to, to go to RhapsodyBlind.com, check out the scripts, download uh, Rhapsody, the program, and play with that as well. And uh, certainly uh, in, enjoy the experience. Well, John, I'd like to thank you for joining me this week on Main Menu. All right. Thank you very much. So let's take a look at the Rhapsody Blind website, and then we'll take a look at Rhapsody with the scripts. We'll run. invoke the run dialog and type www.rhapsodyrhap.com p-s-o-d-y blind.com press enter desktop folder view we'll wait for the page to load new tab page page has 9 headings and 18 links Rhapsody Music Accessibility for the Blind Welcome to Rhapsody Blind last updated colon January 3rd 2011 now I'm going to stop the speech we're just going to use down arrow a little bit here use the H key to move through the headings Link click blank. Link click here to add this site to favorites on mouse over. Okay, we're gonna press down arrow. Blank. Graphic art. Graphic blank. Down arrow again. Heading level three. What does Rhapsody Blind do? Rhapsody. Rhapsody Blind is a JAWS for Windows script that enables the blind or the visually impaired to use Rhapsody. The subscription. I'm gonna stop that. Um, very good description here. If we just move through headings with the H key. Download instructions heading level 3. That's for downloading both the Rhapsody software and the Rhapsody blind scripts themselves. Software features heading level 3. More information. Compatibility and requirements heading level 3. Comments, bugs, and questions heading level 3. So the website is very um, self-explanatory. There's a lot of information here. A lot of good reading especially if you're new to Rhapsody or the scripts. Let's exit out of that, go to the desktop, desktop. and we're going to type RH. Rhapsody. 
I'm going to press enter on the Rhapsody icon. Rhapsody takes a little while to load. Um, and um, once it Rhapsody. loads, it will sign in. And it will sign in with my username and password. It remembers that if you want it to, and I certainly do. Um, there's not really a good way to know when you are totally signed in, except we can check the status line. And I am in fact signed in. Let's take a look at how we can go about learning how to use these scripts. Control Shift G will bring up the user guide. Select the guide dialog. List one, list view. Listen to the author. One of twelve. Listen to the author actually is a text um, box, so um, we can arrow down. About Rhapsody main interface. Again. Basic controls. Accessing the mixer. Accessing your playlists. Using the music library. The burn queue and purchasing music. If we want to press enter on that. Press escape to exit the guide. Use up and down arrows to read at your own pace. Burning music to CD. The burn queue is much like the playlist window. However, you can burn music to CD. To access the burn queue, press Ctrl plus Shift plus BA menu will appear giving you three options. Colon. One. View the burn burn. So some very good instructions. And we can you can just arrow down, up and down through the guide. Pick your topic, press enter, read the information, and then when you're done, just press escape. Closing the virtual buffer. To access the list of key commands, we do Control Shift H. Use the up and down arrows to select a quick key category and shortcut, then hit Enter. Hit Escape to cancel. Select the shortcut dialog. List one, list view. Basic controls. One of five. So we have five different uh, sets of key commands. If we just want to stay on the basic controls, that's fine. We can press Enter. Player pause the current song space stop the music completely shift plus space skip to the next song right arrow skip back a song left arrow fast forward a song control plus right arrow rewind a song control plus left arrow turn up the volume control plus up arrow turn down the volume control plus down arrow. And you can hear the clicks which lets you know that each of those uh, key commands accesses a link which will execute the, the key in question. If you're familiar with Rhapsody, you know that many of the key commands have been reassigned. For example, F10 would turn up the volume, F9 would turn down the volume, uh, Control P would play, Control S would stop. But it's nice to be able to access these commands right from the keyboard, so you really don't have to move your hands at all to space to stop and start or stop and pause, goodness, play and pause the track, uh, shift space stops the track entirely, so on and so forth. So that's that's very handy. Let's press escape to get out of that. Closing the virtual buffer. Let's uh, do a few things that we would very commonly do. We're not going to by any means uh, do any kind of an exhaustive uh, examination of these scripts, but we can do a few basic things. Let's get into the music guide. That's where you do the searching for tracks, that sort of thing. We do that with Control shift w Accessing the music guide. Ready when speech starts. Back. Page has seven headings and 93 links. Back. For forward. And again, this, as John mentioned, looks like a web page. And in many ways acts like a web page. Although, if you were accessing it without the scripts, you would know fairly quickly that it doesn't behave quite as it should. Um, 
and so the scripts do a lot to improve that experience. We're going to press Control E to go to the edit window so that we can search for music. Type an artist album or song, then hit enter edit. All right. Let us type. Um, let's do uh, a search for Martina McBride. Page has five headings and 75 links. Back forward graphic getting underlines, getting underlines. Now we can uh, press T to move to the first table on the page. Column one, row one, play slash save. Track, artist, album, play, add, Valentine dash left parent featuring Martina McBride right parent. Jim Brickman, greatest hits, play. I'm just using down arrow. Add, never loved before left parent with Martina McBride right parent. Alan Jackson, good time, play. Uh, if you are familiar with table navigation, you can use alt, left and right arrows. Track, this one's for the girls, column two. Just down arrow with alt and control held down. Anyway, row five, in my daughter's eyes, row six. This one's for the girls, row seven, God's will, row eight. That's an excellent song. Let's um, press... Alt, Control, Left Arrow. Play slash save. Play add. Column one. All right, and let's just do a um, insert up arrow to make sure we know where we are. And interestingly, that didn't work. Martina, play. Um, for whatever reason, but I up arrowed and down arrowed real quickly and got to where I wanted to be. So I can press Enter on this track to play it. Play. and the track starts. We can use control down arrow to bring the track down if we want. Now if I press um, space, right now it's restarting the track. If I press shift space, space, nothing's happening. So um, one of the things that I know I can do is press control P to pause the track. Um, and that is a Rhapsody command. Again, under the press of Control P, continues playing. The Control S command will stop the playback of the track. Um, let's continue, let's restart this track. If we press Control Shift T, now playing colon, artist colon, Martina McBride, album colon, Martina, Lang. Okay. Now playing colon, artist colon, Martina McBride, album colon, Martina, Lang. Uh, it's not giving us the song title. The song title is God's Will. If we do control shift A. When she was a teenager, Martina McBride sang and played keyboards for her father's local country band, The Shifters. Martina McBride's debut, quote, the time has come, quote, was influenced by such new traditionalists as Garth Brooks and Clint Black. That is something, I'm going to stop this, well, I'm going to pause it, and we'll do Control-Shift-T again. Now playing colon, artist colon, Martina... Okay, um, the little blurb that I was just reading with Control-Shift-A is one of those things that was not at all accessible before. You couldn't read that at all. You could see it sometimes with the, um mouse movement commands with virtual uh, with the like the jaws cursor or the 
the window eyes, um, you know, uh, mouse movement commands, but you really couldn't read the information very reliably. So this is a, a definite improvement. Um, I'm going to press Control S to stop that to make sure that the, the track itself is, is totally stopped. Now let's move to the mixer area with Control shift m Accessing the mixer, 8 tracks, vertical bar, 48.0 mins, 1. Rust Katha, dot, 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 the CH, dot, dot. Now that's one of those things that just really, again, was not very usable. 2. Improvisacio, 1, Bobby, dot, dot, dot. Um, we're getting a lot of, um... Menu, system, men leaving menu. speech. Three, God's will, Marty. Dot dot dot. So God's will, Martina. Obviously. Um, play slash pause button. Dot play. Now, whenever I pressed the space bar in the mixer, I was able to play pause. So let's press space again. Play slash pause. So we're getting the the feedback that we would expect to get. Play slash pause in the mixer. If we do Control Shift T. Now playing colon, artist colon, Martina McBride, album colon, Martina, Lang. So we're still not getting the song title for whatever reason. Stop, button dot stop. Okay, so, um, shift space stops the, the track. Let's back up to an earlier track that I was listening to. Lang, Lang, Lang. Now I've noticed that one of the things sometimes we need to do, um, is reestablish where we want to be, so... Control Shift M. Accessing the mixer. Eight tracks for. It, it brings me back into the mixer. That's good. That's what I want to do. One. Rust Katha. Dot dot dot. So I pressed um, insert up arrow to read the current line, and I know I'm on track one of the mixer. I think I can also hit enter here, and it does play. So now if I do control shift T now play in colon artist colon the chieftains album colon further down the old plank road next colon improvisacio one dash Bobby McFerrin. Okay, that's interesting. Um because it didn't still is not giving us the track title. Now play in colon artist colon the chieftains album colon further down the old plank road next But it is giving us the next track. So um you know, Stop. A, a little bit of, of work probably to, to do. We could, just for the fun of it, go Accessing to the, uh, music guide. the music Ready guide with Control-Shift-W. Let's search for something else. Type an artist. I did Control-E. Um, let's look for Frank Sinatra. What do you say? That might be kind of fun. Page and has five heading keywords. Page has loaded. We can um, go to the Link. top of the page. We can do an N. Search. Edit search for me. And uh, interestingly, when I press down arrow, the search box opened, but it said search for music. That is that is something that Rhapsody does. Rhapsody will put those words in there, and you have to delete them. Uh, Control-E will put you in the edit box. Forms mode is on. And those words are gone. Link graphic type, link list of five, link what's new, link music guide. Let's press in again. Heading level four, keyword search. Okay, a keyword search. Let's do another, let's press H for heading. Track matches, heading level four. Uh, let's do another um, H press. Artist matches, heading level four. Another H press. Album matches, heading level four. Let's arrow down. Link nothing but the best left bracket, the Frank Sinatra collection right bracket. 
Well, that sounds interesting. Let's press Enter to open this. Now, from having used Rhapsody a lot, um, I can tell you that... Page has seven headings and 430 links. Pop. That's a nice large page. That heading level two is where the album information is going to start. Link back. I like to make sure I'm at the top of the page. I'll press the number two. Nothing but the best left bracket, the Frank Sinatra collection, right bracket, heading level two. We can press down arrow. Link play. Link add. Blank. Play slash add album. Blank. Unlabeled zero button. Blank. Rate album. Blank. Link see album review. Vertical. Link see similar album. Blank. Record label colon Frank Sinatra Enterprises. Blank. Originally released colon 13 May 2008. Blank. Link graphic. Link graphic. Link graphic. Dollar 10.99. Blank. Link by MP3. I'm tempted. I'm not going to do that right now. Blank. Table with four columns. Play slash add. Track. Rate. Price. Link play. Link add. One. Link come fly with me left pair and remastered album ver- That's a great tune. Let me back up a couple. One. Link add. Link play. Let's press enter on that. Play link. And let's do control shift T. Now playing colon, artist colon, Frank Sinatra album colon, nothing but the best left bracket, the Frank Sinatra collection, right bracket, blank. Alright, so it's just not going to read those, those song titles right now. Uh, but, I mean, that's not hard to figure out if, Price, if you're. Link play. You know, if, if you are on that playlist. Link add. One. Link come fly with me left. So, um, you know, it's not hard to figure out where you are. And I'm I'm sure that uh, that this you know these scripts are certainly under development. This is the beginning stages, and uh, you know they will certainly improve as time goes on. Um, there's not a lot more that I want to do today. One of the things I think that's really impressive is that um, that Rhapsody is very responsive with the scripts. Um, there's not much lag. Desktop. I can minimize to the desktop. Jaws. Studio Rhapsody. Go back to Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Come fly with me, left pair and remastered album. And there, um. One. Ross Cathanod. Well, interestingly. One. Link, come fly with me, left. Okay. When I did a control, or I'm sorry, an insert up arrow. One. Ross Cathanod. Dot, 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 the C. It's reading what's in the mixer. But whenever I do. One. Just an. An up and a down arrow. Link come fly with me left pair and remastered album. I'm still where I want to be. I'm still uh, on this page with this Frank Sinatra album that I was listening to. Star. Unlabeled zero but blank. Dollar one point two nine. And I could buy that. Blank. Link by MP3. Blank. Link play. Link at two. Link the best is yet to come left pair and remastered album. Okay. So, um, yeah, I may come back to that, and I, I may purchase that one of these days. I, 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 am, I am pleased with the, the scripts. I find them very helpful. I find them very useful, and uh, I'm excited to see what's in store. So give them uh, a look, RhapsodyBlind.com. Download the Rhapsody software. If you don't have a subscription and you don't want to do that right now, 
then you can certainly play with the service for free for as long as you want to. The only limitation is 25 tracks a month um, maximum. 9.99, I believe, is the service that you can subscribe to where you can stream unlimited, and then anything you want to buy, you just purchase. 14.99 is the on-the-go subscription, which, quite honestly, at this time, uh, the only reason I have the 14.99 uh, subscription is because I'm teaching a music appreciation class, and the website or the the publisher uses Rhapsody for the library. Uh, so I've had to make some other arrangements to get the music in a format that I can actually work with. But uh, I have the on-the-go subscription because, quite frankly, the publisher pays for it for me. But if they didn't, uh, I would uh, just be happy with the 9.99 package right now. Now, when the time comes that we can transfer content to an approved device, that's going to be pretty exciting, and that might make that $14.99 very appealing. Very affordable. You can listen to your heart's content. And thanks to these scripts, it's quite accessible. That concludes this edition of Main Menu. We trust you've enjoyed the program. On behalf of the entire Main Menu team, I'm Jamie Pauls wishing you and yours a great week.